Pittsburgh Steelers fans, thank you for joining us for another Wednesday night episode of the Pump Your Breaks podcast on the SCN Network, Steel Curtain Network, affiliated with and under the Fans First Sports Network. Thanks for joining us, everybody. I'm one of your three regulars, your boy Tate, here with the Triple OG homie representing his, his mountaineer lineage. The Triple OG homie Shannon White in the West Virginia. Then we also got the little fella in the repping Pittsburgh Steelers, Ohio State, per usual. The homie Big G. What's up, fellas? What's cracking, Tate, man? Hey, man, we appreciate the algorithms, man. And our show, over the last three weeks, I done went back and did some archiving, man. We've been getting between 150 and 170 likes per show. And we've been well over that 1K views on YouTube every time. So the nation is over there handling their business. And I just want to give a shout out to Jeremiah Yoder, Kathy and Afton, Jay Steed, and some of them other folks to be over there. The, the, the quad father, so many other folks to be over there in the live chat. Kathy, Y'all helping this thing grow. Tim, yeah. Tim, Tim, Tim be here every, every week behind enemy lines. He ain't trying to get intel for the Bengal clan. Tim, big trash. Me and him argued about an hour before we came on the show. He was telling me some old trash Cincinnati Bengals stuff and being biased about the Steelers. He big <laughs> trash. But, yeah, man, Um, I tell you what, man. Some of these shows I watch, you know, because I watch other Steelers podcasts just to stay informed and stay abreast and stay up to, up to speed of what everybody talking about when I can. Mm-hmm. Like, today I watched – I watched the uh, – Noah Strackbine, all Steeler talk. Mm-hmm. He say some crazy stuff sometimes, but they pretty good. Um, it's just it's just it's just different to me listening to somebody with that younger perspective. They're probably like their mid twenties, mm-hmm. and you know I I go so far Steeler back, and the stuff they talk about is old to them. Like that seemed like that was just a few seasons ago. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I listen I listen to the I listen to the homie Moats. Um. And y'all ever check out uh, All Steeler Talk on Chat by Chat Sports? Yeah, I heard it. I like Moats, man. But what's the young fella to be with Moats? Deep. I be wanting to get at Deke sometimes, though. Deke, man, Deke, 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 Deke bias. He big bias. Deke just love being. He love Kenny. He love him. Bias. He love man. him more than bias. anybody. Big bias. I get. I get loving Ben's a Hall of Famer. Ben was around for almost twenty years. Yeah, we all got love for being like that. You yeah, know what I mean, big facts. being from our same hometown. Facts, big facts. And he and my sister went to college at the same time at Miami of Ohio. But uh um, raised. Yeah, man. Deke just love Kenny too, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Get man. So I watch I watch some of them shows, man. Shout out to all them shows, man. Check them out if you can. But I I, I reference them to say all them shows, man, have so many. Subscribers, I think most got like I well, most was a football player for the in the NFL for the Steelers, but he got like 35, 40,000. The chat mm-hmm. sports got like 20,000. And that dude, Jack Sperry, man, he be getting on my nerves. They be slapping, they like they if they get a super chat, somebody get like a $20 super chat or something. <laughs> boy, it come out, he get to slap his boy with a with, with, with a tortilla, a tortilla wrap. <laughs> 
But trust and believe, we on our way. We on our way, man. We've got to remember, we started from scratch. Hey, Big G, well, go, go ahead and sacrifice your face, man. Can I slap it if we get like a $20 super chat? No. What you no, need, we, don't, don't you want to get the super chat? Dog, I don't need all that for the rhythms, man. I don't need all that for the rhythm. We all good for the rhythms. We over here doing what we got to do because our content is just as good or better than any channel out there talking about the Steelers. And that's why I love Wednesday so much because we Steeler-centric on Wednesday, on hump day. I think we're very knowledgeable, like collectively with Shannon Mm -hmm. and you. Mm -hmm. I listened to something. That was a question on it the other day. They didn't know the answer. And when something simple, I'm sitting there saying such and such and such and such, waiting on a live chat to tell them something you should know, right, from a Steelers perspective as a Steelers fan, doing the Steelers podcast. Mm-hmm. We don't all know everything. Like, I mean, I say far as I've run into, mm-hmm. history-wise, bad knows a lot. Yeah, bad got some stuff. Bad knows a lot. I don't bad know. Bad go in the chamber. Jeff can too. Jeff can go in the chamber too. Jeff knows no, some but, stuff. But, but, yeah, I'm not saying that he don't, but bad begin Jeff. When they be having mm-hmm. that trivia thing at the end of their show, man, Bad be stumping cats with the stuff he come up with, man. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, man, so we back for another one, fellas. What we going to talk about tonight, you know, even though it's hot and spicy, we're going we, we gonna to put the quarterback talk on the shelf for for episode. though I do have something to say towards the end about the, the rumor mill. Mm-hmm. But we're going to jump into this combine, man. The Steelers and all the NFL have descended down on Naptown, as we call it, Naptown. NAP. NAP. When the last time you was in Nap, Big G? Mm, about five years ago. About five years ago? Yeah. I used, to, I used to love to go to Circle City Classic, man. That's why I was there. <laughs> That's why I was there, dog. Off yeah, the man, I ain't been there. I've I've, I've been there once, probably, <clears throat> man, probably about fifteen years ago. Enough time. I mean, I've been out one time. I've been out here, but it was early on when I moved out here. Mm-hmm. I moved out here almost twenty years ago. Hey, you guys have been there, and I yeah. haven't. But what's uh-huh. that famous steakhouse? Oh, they got all the, the every year the NFL guys go there when they go to the combine. They was talking about it on uh, NFL Network today, too, Shannon. Dang, what's the name of that? They was talking about it today. I heard them talking about it. Yeah. Uh, That's where I'd want to go. It's not Jay Alexander's. I don't know why I wanted to say that. It's something like Jay Alexander's. Yeah, it's it's, it's a guy's name. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, I think it's something like Jay Alexander's. But I'll look it it, up. I'll represent it. Is it St. Elmo's? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's it. That's it. It is a dude's name. Yeah, that's it. Yep, St. Elmo's. Yep. Okay, well, yeah. Well, now I was going to mention... When we when we got him, now we got him. We got a special guest joining us tonight. He does used to do a lot of work on the Steel Curtain Network. Was a member of the Steel Curtain Network. Now he has his own channel. I'll let him tell you about it. And Shannon does a lot of work with him. Shannon's still connected. You guys, Steeler Nations, Steel Curtain Nation, effective affectionately knows him as Maddie P. Mm-hmm. Let's bring Maddie P in. Maddie P, what's up, man? There's hey, Tate. Hey, Big G. <laughs> hey, Shannon. What's you? cracking, man? What's cracking, Maddie? This is wild, hey. On the other side of the world, Steel fans. How you global. doing, man? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. It's a it's a hot day here. It's like uh, about like over 80 F. So. Wow, that's nice. It's, it's pretty nice here. I'm in Washington, D.C. 
Matt, and it wasn't that warm here, but it was like 60 degrees a day for Feb- the end of February. That's pretty good. Yeah, nice. Matt, what time well, is it over there, bro? What time is it? At uh, 12, 13 p.m. Lunchtime. Mm, 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 mm. Yeah. <laughs> mm. I told you it was thing. <laughs> mm. But I'm in the future, like, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what I was about to say, he like, we might as well call him Marty McFly. <laughs> Total facts. <laughs> Big facts. Total facts of that one. For sure. <laughs> he already out there in the future, man. Mm-hmm. But, fellas, we're going to um, – Matt, we're just telling everybody we're going to do some draft talk, man. Everybody's love it. I is love down. It. Everybody's at the combine. Whole NFL is at the combine. Mm-hmm. Players, especially, obviously, the college players, uh, agents, coaches, scouts, everybody's there. I mean, Nap, 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 Nap has had to have a nice revenue boom this past two weeks. And they had the All-Star game just two weeks ago. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. NBA All-Star game. Yep. Yeah. But they getting that big bread this weekend, though. This money getting shuffled around everywhere <laughs> this week. This for the next week. Oh, man, they getting it. They getting that money. Yeah, I think you- Whole teams like, are showing up. <laughs> oh, ex- I'm telling you, whole executive, yeah, man. So we're whole squad lean- showing up. We're gonna lean on you and Matt. Tell us about some of the uh, the prospects, the players, the Steelers there today. Uh, Omar Khan didn't get to speak yesterday at a death in the family. I hadn't seen where he spoke today yet either, though. He is tomorrow at uh, I think three thirty tomorrow. Yep. Tomorrow. That's a, a slotted time. Yep. Show sure is. Okay. Okay. Well, the Steelers did meet with some players that had eight official meetings. Mm-hmm. They count against the 45 that they're allotted to have. Mm-hmm. They, uh, these are some of the players they mess, met with. If you guys can see it, the, the, the groups that were available were the D line and the linebackers. So they had some unofficial meetings too. Like the guy you said from uh, Michigan, Big G, what was his name? Chris Jenkins. Chris Jenkins. Jenkins. They yeah, met with him unofficially. Mm-hmm. But this, this is the list of players that count towards their 45 meetings. I'm going to read them off, Tate. Go ahead. Edrin Cooper, inside linebacker, Texas A&M University. Jeremiah Trotter, junior, inside linebacker, Clemson. Junior Colson, inside linebacker, University of Michigan. Tommy Eichenberg, inside linebacker, Ohio State University. And the defensive line, Byron Murphy, the second defensive tackle, Texas. Rook Akinanor, defensive tackle, Clemson. McKinley Jackson, defensive tackle, Texas A&M University. And Austin Booker, edge rusher from the University of Kansas. That's official meetings for the top eight. But they had some unofficial, like Tate said. You mute. Oh, I'm about to get him. Oh, guest on the show. Shannon, I, it's been some weeks, bro. I got him. What am I signing? It was Barry, too. Yeah, say it, Tate. Say it. I'm fine. Uh. I'm fine. <laughs> hey, but of those players, man, which which ones do you guys? And this is how it's gonna go. I'm not. I'm not gonna contribute too much, too much to to the discussion. But which is which of those eight players that you that you guys would think it are, is a stiller, like that you want to see if you could get them. And what round would you be looking at to try and get that player? I'm going to let our guest go first, bro. Who you got? Who you got and what player out of those eight? You you, you pull the list back up? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Colson. 
100% Colson. That guy is a Pittsburgh Steeler. I think you get an all-round linebacker in that guy. I think should test him um, 6'3". I'm hoping he's more like 245 rather than like 235. We'll see where he weighs in at. But I think for him, like, you know, Cooper, you're going to... Cooper may even go in the first. Cooper will probably go early in the second. I think Colson, particularly if he slips back to early the third round, would be mm-hmm. an absolute steal. But you're going to have to move up for him. Um, I think... Trotter is going to have to really hit the lights out of the park in terms of testing. He is like, his instincts are pretty good, but like he's going to be a small linebacker. I do worry about that after the Devin Bush experiment. Mm. Byron Murphy, like I have, I'm a Longhorns fan in the college football arena. I don't know about Byron Murphy, like height and size wise. I know he's a good player. I know he can do things inside, but I worry that he's more of an interior guy in a 4-3 rather than a 3-4. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you add Colson to this team and it means you can go get tackle center or tackle cornerback in the first two rounds. If Colson's there at the top of the third, you trade up, you get that guy and you got a guy now for four plus years and a linebacker. He, he'd be perfect for what the Steelers need right now. Mm-hmm. Shannon, who you got, bro? Well, I've been paying a lot of attention to Trotter just because of his lineage, his bloodlines. Mm-hmm. And, um, and the more I've started to watch each of these guys. He's not on this list, but Peyton Wilson from North Carolina State. Big uh, dog. I, I, I like his hey, uh, hey, hey big G. Big G. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sorry, Shane. I gotta ask BG, are we still finding people for technical difficulties? <laughs> yep, yeah, we still are. Go ahead and hit Shannon. What did I do? Big fun. <laughs> you didn't do anything, you just was you was just buffering your Wi-Fi. Oh, that's my <laughs> Wi-Fi. That could be happening. Yeah. Right. But, but I now, do. I, I'm sorry, man. Go ahead. I, I do. I like Peyton Wilson. Uh, and I think Peyton he might be available. for North Carolina State. Well, yep. yep. So mm-hmm. I'm uh, – uh, that's a guy at that I've really been focusing at pick, on. At pick 84? Yes. At pick 84? Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I don't like, know if he's going like, to like, like, make it there. I like Wilson too. I think he'd have to be taken in and get getting in the third. I think Trotter you can get at fifty one, but I think you have to take the other guy from Texas A and M, Edrin Cooper, in the first round. Now yeah, you could yeah. you could trade back a little bit and get him, but you'd have to get mm-hmm. him in the first round. Yeah, Big, Big G, go ahead, man. What do you think? Well, you know, I've been rapping and raving, and I've been telling the live chat and the audience for about two three weeks because you know, Maddie, I'm just mm-hmm. let you know, bro. I got a black book, bro, and I'll be on it. As far as film <laughs> study and all whatever else, I got some cut ups. I got some all twenty two cut ups that's gonna break the internet. So I've been it. on Jer- I've been on Jeremiah Trotter Jr. for a minute, bro. I like I'm looking at that kid and watching film and cut up after cut up after cut Maddie, up. And I'm Maddie, like, Will we? Maddie referenced his size, six mm-hmm. foot two thirty. Is that too small for what we want to do? Maybe, but I think he's gonna measure taller than six foot tall. I think he's going to measure closer to the 6'2 than what most people think based on some in, little inside intel I got about what his size and weight actually is, bro. So so I, I think that Jeremiah Trotter Jr. is definitely, if I had to pick two dudes that didn't show up on the thing, the first dude I'm telling y'all right now, you heard it here first on Pump Your Breaks on Wednesday. If Chris Jenkins is available at pick number 84, you better oh. run the car to the podium and grab him right now. He's Fast. six foot four, 360 pounds, and he's going to run a sub five 40 yard dash. And he's going to bench more than any any player at the combine. Watch what I'm telling you. I love so, Chris Jenkins. Chris, love Chris Jenkins, Jenkins is the I got to get him. Now, the linebacker, 
that I've been talking to Tate about on a secret tip, and I got some intel on him too, is Walker, the linebacker from the University of North Carolina, first team all ACC, a dog. You put him on his tape on, and he's a freak show. He's going to run a legit 4-5 or maybe sub 4-5. He's going to weigh about 236 pounds, and he's anywhere between 6'2 and 6'3. But when you're talking about going to go get the ball and being able to be out in space in coverage, oh, you can line him up on any slot receiver that's in the NFL, and he got him. He got him one-on-one. So so there's some dudes that was on the board I like. What, 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 what there's what, some dudes I don't that, that wasn't on the board that I like. What round are you projecting him for? Walker could be a fourth rounder. You can mess around and get Walker in the third or fourth. What's what's what's, what's what's his measurables? Six two and a half, six three. 238, 239 pounds. He might cut weight a little bit to show up at the combine because all players cut weight to show up to run a faster time. But his yeah, playing right. weight going to be about 238, 239. But that boy might run a 451, 452, legit. Run just fast. And when I put the tape on, put the tape on. He's he's a headhunter. He's he's going to knock that block he's off. A, he, he's a cover linebacker. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maddie, Maddie and Shannon, is that – is that the 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 biggest need from the inside linebackers or cover linebacker? I mean, it's it's a big gap when you got like obviously you've got Holcomb there. Um, you know, you've got they'll probably want to look at bringing back Quan. They've got Robinson in there. I mean, this is like the the guy that I keep talking about with Shannon. Although I think he's a strong safety in a three four, and with the, what the Steelers do is James Williams out of Miami, right? Like he's I actually like, day, he's my guy, man. He's my draft crush this year. Like <laughs> you get, like I'm happy with him even at fifty one. What the, mm. what Tomlin could do with him in the defense as box safety, leverage that like capability of the height on tight ends as well. That guy is mm. pure magic, and that's why I think the combines can be really interesting for him because like. You could go get him in the second or third round. Then you go with a later guy like what Big G said. Well, that there's a guy I really like. I need to get across his tape. Very hard to get the tape. But Tyrese Knight out of University of Texas, El Paso. He's I like watched right this now, film. I watched this film. He's a dog. Like exactly, yes, right? Yes. So I've seen some stuff with him, and I'm like, man, I like that guy, man. Is that like your, is that your her big from last year, this year? You get the guy. We don't have a fifth-round pick. Do you trade back in the fifth to get him? Does he slip to 190? Six of them mm. is the Steelers picking the six. What's what's yeah. what's what's what what's his measurables, Maddie? Uh well, I mean, until you see him official, it's 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 kind of interesting in combine, right? But I saw something that had six one three quarters and like two thirty eight pound. Yeah, but again, I saw six two two forty. That's what I saw. Yeah, that's yeah. good size. Mm. So, I mean, yeah, it's it's kind of interesting, right? When you look at that, I mean, but yeah, that's pretty bad. That's probably probably comparable anyway. When you look at you know you look at someone, but um. Yeah, I like that idea with James Williams, though, because you kind of solve two needs and you give yourself an opportunity also then to go, all right, who's who's free in second wave of free agency? What what are, what are moves that – because after the draft, obviously there's that second wave of free agency we talk about. We mm-hmm. also think about teams that, like, keep a guy on the roster that they can move while they wait to see who get it in the draft and then they go and cut a guy, right? So there's mm-hmm. kind of these different waves as the Steelers build. And so you get a guy like James Williams, you give yourself – room to move and to figure out how you're going to get better. But I mean, Mm -hmm. as I say, you see a guy like if Trotter tests off the charts or like if Cooper falls or if Colson's there and you just get yourself a true stud experienced linebacker, this defense gets back to where it needs to be. Top five, top eight defense, right? It's Mm -hmm. tick box. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, Hey, real, real quick. We had a good, a good breaking point to, to take a quick break and pay some bills. We're going to 
We're going to pay some quick bills. We're going to come back. I'm going to pull up the draft board. I got from CBS Sports the top five at each position of need for the Steelers. We're going to talk about it. So if you're watching on YouTube, stay with us. If you listen on audio, we got to hear a word from a couple of our partners. We'll be right back after this. And we're back on the Pump Your Brakes podcast. Hit them brakes, Tate. Hit them them one more. That's what we're talking about. (laughs) I'm your boy, Tate, here with the triple OG homie, Shannon White, the little fella, Big G. That's an oxymoron. That's actually his nickname, oxymoron. Mm -hmm. And we got got an oldie but goodie. The homeboy, Matty P, is in the building from way, way down under. What's Mm -hmm. up, fellas? We back. We're back in the building. Hey, listen. Can I ask a question before you shift Tate? Williams did not test or or interview as a linebacker. He is going to interview tomorrow as a safety. So that means he's going to test and he's going to go into the draft at that position. So based on what you're saying, if that's a hybrid type player, maybe. But I think he's going to try to be a safety. That's just what I know. I want, he and I think he should be. Today. And that's the point because they list him at linebacker for the senior bowl, and I think that was the wrong move because he said he wants to play safety because of what he mm-hmm. can do. It makes sense for him to test at safety because, as you said, with the combine testing, you're going to go in a little bit lighter, right? So he'll be too mm-hmm. light to be a linebacker, and then he'll get pegged as those guys that get drafted in like the seventh round or undrafted when they're like mm-hmm. a super light linebacker that's really going to be a box safety. I just think when you get the guy. You can scheme him in into a box safety, like into bring him down into the box. That's the way I see it. But I mean, yeah, I'd love, love it. I'd love to see a, a, like him get drafted, trade back in, trade up with that fourth round pick. He's sitting there in the third round. You still get your linebacker, you still get Williams, and you fix the defense pretty much. Then that's, I, it. that's it. I like Williams a lot. I mean, you've talked, but I believe that in free agency, you could get an inex, inexpensive strong safety. Uh, and because I think that these top five needs are bigger than the strong safety. When, if you get a guy like a Terrell Edmonds, you're, you know, your defense on the back end will be okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if Williams, he's smart staying to safety because he could be something special at safety. I don't think he would be a linebacker. Mm-hmm. No, he wouldn't be. And I like, uh, I mean, I've said it before. We've talked about it before. I like I, he's a free agent. I like Jeremy Chin. Yeah, I like Chin. I like Chin too. Big facts. I like Chin a lot. He has that. He has that. That that size that we that we looking for. It sounds he's like smaller, yeah. Good Williams. But yeah, so let's go ahead and pull the PYB pump your brakes big board up. If you guys can see it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is so what you got, have them slotted, slotted pre-combine tape? This is where you got them this, slotted this, pre-combine? This was CBS Sports has them slotted pre-combine. Okay, got you, got you, okay. So, but these are all, I feel, positions in need for the Steelers. Mm-hmm. I don't think we'll draft the quarterback. I'll put it up there just to keep the symmetry of the graphic together even. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you guys have at it. Most, most, Shannon, you first. Most important position to you. Oh boy, that's a big one. 
Um, I don't see the most important position on there. Well, I do. I do. See, I understand. I got my new contacts, so I have, I need my reading glasses. But oh. yeah, yeah, you. So, so the, the 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 fact that you said you don't see it lets me know you were going at center, but they're listening under interior often. That's what I'm saying. I do see it now. Um, <laughs> I, I just think that it's past time for this team to strengthen the the interior on both sides. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that means center. Uh, that means inside linebacker, and that means uh, defensive tackle. Mm-hmm. So for me, uh, in that first round, uh, I would like to get an offensive tackle, but I'm scared that they're going to lose Frazier if they try to wait. Uh, so I'd like to see him trade back to maybe the late 20s and still get Zach Frazier. Mm. Okay. Oh, so, so your number oh, one position oh, to need is center? Yes. Mm-hmm. So why, so why Frazier over Jackson Powers Johnson? Well, I think Jackson Powers Johnson is a very good player as well, but he is the his build. Uh, he is top heavy, mm. um, and I believe that with his frame, I don't see longevity and a professional career. Whereas Frazier is more symmetrical. He's more of a natural athlete. Uh, if you look at him, I mean, uh, his background, four-time state wrestling champion, two-time state football championship. Uh, you look at his character, his work ethic, uh, the whole package, and he's less than an hour. He grew up less than an hour from Pittsburgh. He's a lifelong Stiller fan from a family of Stiller fans. Uh, I just think he's the perfect prospect. Okay. Make, Maddie, makes makes sense. sense, but the the best athlete of the bunch is Cedric Van Pran, isn't it? Absolutely, he had the fastest forty time without a shadow of a doubt, and the fastest short shuttle and cone drill. Without, I a mean, doubt. I, 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 I'm and, I, and I'm and I'm just I'm just interjecting. I've I've thought to this point, you you probably know more than me that we could get Frazier at pick fifty one, but you don't think that's going to happen now. I think that. Once he's able – I don't know if he'll be able to this week, but at his pro day, he'll definitely be able to work out. And once he tests, I think he's a better athlete than people realize. But they're right. going to fall in love with his character. He's going to interview off the charts. You remember I said it. Uh, this guy is – every he won it for the Ironman Award like three years in a row. It means character on the field, off the field – work ethic in the weight room. I mean, the guy has no weakness, and he's even mature as a married man. Uh, I, I just – I think he checks every box. Hmm. Okay, okay. You got you you guys got any, any anything to say about the center position? The, the guy who's the most underrated guy on that list, Tate, is B.B. B.B. will – B.B. I would take B.B. if we were able to get B.B. in a – in a third or fourth round position, because I think Cooper Beebe is an anywhere between an eight to 10 year starter with possible pro bowl. One of the people in our live chat that knows football and whatnot is Afton. Afton will tell you, Beebe was an outstanding big 12 center and the big, Tw- big 12, they run, believe it or not, a lot of similar schemes mm. to what Arthur Smith's offenses is, is like. They run the same 
RPO type scheme with the quarterback being able to pass and run, be able to get quick screens and be able to get off of a guy on the defensive line and get to the second and third level to set up blocks. So he, I, the guy that I would take if, if, if we didn't do the thing with the center early and often, I would take a guy like BB in the third or fourth round. You know, you do, do do you know his measurables? I want to say 6'3, 315, 320 pounds, somewhere around he's not, there. He's not the best center in the Big 12 because that's Zach Frazier. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. But ain't but there, there ain't that much difference between these two dudes, bro. I'm telling on 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 film. And you, you gotta remember G, Big G follow that film, bro. That Maddie, film means everything Maddie to me. Matty P, what say you about the center, man? Man, I like Frazier. I don't want to overdraft him. And then my problem, though, is if Frazier goes early in the second, then Van Pran go, ends up in the second, and then he overdrafting Van Pran. I want to see the athleticism of Van Pran. I like the height of Van Pran. I think he's going to be the tallest guy out of Van Pran, Frazier, and, and Jackson Powers Johnson. And I like, okay. I was saying this to Shannon about a month ago, I want the, I don't want a th- six foot two, six foot three. 310 guy. Like, I want a six foot five, two, 325, 330, big ass center that just goes mm-hmm. in and smashes the interior or like defensive line <laughs> in the AFC North. That's what you're yeah, thinking. Said, just big, facts. big facts. Big facts. <laughs> I kind of, I kind of, I kind of like the height on Van Pran too. But I think, yeah. I think six, six, three is about, is about the, 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 the shortest you can get away with and still be good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's arm length is even more important. Right. <clears throat> Under right. 32 and guys struggle. Uh, where we know that at the senior bowl, I think um, they had Frazier at six, two and a half, uh, 314, 15 pounds. Mm. And he had 32 and almost a half inch arms, if I remember. Mm. But he had almost 11 inch hands. Huge when hand. he gets his hands on you, you ain't going nowhere. That's mm. big facts. Yeah. Bigger than Kenny right. Pickett's. <laughs> big facts. Big facts, Maddie. Big facts. With that. I, like, I like that. Big big G, I'm going to come to you next for you to pick the position, and we'll talk about that one. All right, man. Like? So I, I, I know that the linebacker and the offensive tackle and the interior offensive lineman are definitely positioned to need. But I want to focus on a position that a lot of folks is not talking about. And I think they'll provide the versatility in the player that I love. And I'm telling you right now, this dude is a Pittsburgh Steeler. Tyler Newbin, safety, University of Minnesota. If you put the tape on and you watch the tape, Tyler Newbin will remind you of Troy Palamula. I'm telling you, the kid is really that good. He's a ball hawk. They moved him. He was recruited as a corner. And he didn't move to safety because he was slow. He went to safety out of the position of need because he wanted to put on more weight. And he wanted to be able to just come back, come down the line and just crack a dude. So, and if you put his highlight reel and the plays where he wasn't the primary defender in the play, go and look at his gap responsibility. Go and look and see how he looks in cover two. Go and look to see how you see off ball where they line him up over the slot guy and how he's able to press the dude and the dude can't even get off the line of scrimmage. Right. Can I ask you a question? Yes, sir. You willing to spend the first round pick on the safety? I think Tyler Newman will go in the second. I don't think you'll go in the first. I really do believe it. I, I, because the way – see, this is the thing. You got to remember. T- 
Tyler Newman is not better than Antoine Winfield Jr. He's not. He, but he's just he's right there. And the Steelers missed Anton Winfield Jr. a couple of years ago. And I was pounding the table for him. I was like, man, get him. Get him. And they, they let him go by. Now look at what's happening. Hey, Big G, yeah. are you saying the safety is the most important position? I'm no, I'm not. I'm just saying I okay, know who was picked on. Like him. I get it. I get but it. it's a top, it's a top four. Yeah, it's I get top, it. I get it. And yeah. the reason why is because what Maddie said that if you get a guy like Newbin, you can move Fitzpatrick around the way that he's supposed to be moved around, and that fixed the back end of the interior of the defense. The Steelers were were the, at their best when they had nose tackle, middle linebacker, and safety. I.e. Casey Hampton, James Ferrier, Troy Palamula. Mm. I need some similarity to that. So that's why I like Chris Jenkins, Jeremiah Trotter Jr., and Tyler Newbin. Those are the three. Or Walker or Wilson. I need those three. I need that middle of that defense to do what it needs to do. So I'm telling you, Newbin is for real, for real, like Troy Palamala. I'm not playing with you. Go look at the tape. Go check him out. That's, and that's, he's a stiller. That's some that's some hyperbole right there, Big G. I'm to trying put, to tell you to put Troy on him already, man. Man, he liked that, bro. He liked that. That dog, dog. Troy, Troy made astronomical plays from a well, safety position. Nuba could do the same stuff. Okay, I'm not. I'm not. I haven't watched the film. I've seen him play in the Big Ten a little bit, but I, I ain't pay much attention. But now I'm coming to coming to Maddie P. Maddie, what what do you think about the safety position that Big G has identified that he wants to address? I mean, like, we, I mean, look, he's got a high grade on Newbin. I haven't watched a heck of a lot of tape on Newbin. I mean, we were just spent a lot of time talking about James Williams. I agree on the safety. I said, like, from the moment after the draft last year, how the Steelers are going to fix strong safety. Then I talked about it through preseason on my on my channel and different shows I even still did with, with BTSC Steel Curtain Network then. And then I had Shannon on right before the season in the bye week, and we talked about it then. And then I talked mm. about it in the first four weeks after it was clearly <laughs> not working and then with Neil injured. And then I talked about it in, for the next four weeks as they led into the trade deadline. And they still didn't do anything. And then I watched them down the stretch of the season continue to have all these holes at strong safety, right? It was a massive, massive problem in that Bills game. The three games that they lost, they would have won at least three, two of those if they'd had a proper safety there, putting aside the poor offense. Mm. If you don't fix it now, what are you doing? And why are we paying Linker all this money? Big facts. Big facts. <clears throat> you 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 gotta have Minka in position where he can make plays too. And I, I think Nubin or Nuba, however you want to say his name, it's N-U-B-I-N. I know how to spell it. That <laughs> dude with Minka, oh, it's gonna cause problems. They're gonna cause Minka, problems, man. Minka was, I think, mismanaged last year. Probably probably out of necessity. I mean, they probably needed to do what they did, but He's absolutely at his best when he's free to roam and ball hawk and do all those things. They Shannon, wasted well, last year for making it. was a wasted year. Facts. Yeah, they, they definitely did from a from an output and production standpoint. But that's why I said I think they probably feel like they needed to play him how they played him, but they weren't playing him at his best. They were they yeah. were playing him to 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 uh overcompensate for 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 liabilities elsewhere, which made Minka not live up to what we're used to Minka being. Because they wouldn't give Edmonds any security. He wanted a two- or three-year deal. They wouldn't do it. It wasn't the money. Mm -hmm. So then you end up using Fitzpatrick as your box safety. That's like taking Lamborghini mudbogging. 
I mean, it made big, no sense. Big facts, Shannon. Big facts. <laughs> big facts. Hey, Shannon, so what, what's your thought on the safety position? Well, like I said, you know, a lot of my – I'd like to see them have a big ticket item in free agency. Uh, if it's not cornerback, I'd like it to be defensive line. Uh, and then you could get a a, a more reasonable uh, price, strong safety, mm. because I've, they've got to focus on this offensive line, uh, and they got to focus on inside linebacker. It's a big, a huge need that people ain't talking about. Mm. Yeah, so no, I I agree with you. Um, as of Right now, doing the show, I believe a few hours ago, earlier late late in the afternoon, the Kansas City Chiefs said they're going to franchise tag with Darius Sneed. Facts. Yep. So if you if you trade for him, and we're trying to work a contract with him, you're paying this this year like eighteen and a half, almost nineteen million a year for him. It ain't happening. It ain't happening. You can kiss now the you, baby on that one. That's that's like lightweight Jalen Ramsey money, ain't it? About twenty million. Same bread. Same bread, take boy fresh, exact same bread. I'll take Snead over Ramsey. What? I'll take <laughs> Snead over Ramsey. Shannon, stop it. <laughs> I, I seen Ramsey get toasted last year multiple times. Shannon, I'm about to hit you with the stop it sign, bro. I'm Shannon. Shannon, no. No, Shannon. No, Jalen Ramsey's a beast, bro. Shannon. No. I, 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 I'll probably still take Jalen Ramsey over Sneed, especially for the same amount of money. Mm. If I if I get Sneed at fifteen million, I might say I go Sneed. But yeah. if I'm paying the same, give me the guy who who set the market. Yeah, but I thought he was twenty million or twenty time. I think he about twenty. He might be twenty twenty one right now. It'll right? be cheaper than that, a little bit. Yeah, nineteen. Nineteen and a half. I think the market is nineteen and a half. I'm almost positive. It's 19 and a half. Press the franchise tag. I thought it was 18 and a half. But Ramsey's Ramsey's getting ready to get in OBJ territory. That needs more reputation than production. Shannon. Shannon, Shannon, I'm going to hit you twice. Stop it, Shannon. (laughs) Shannon, he's the second best. He's either the first or the second best cornerback in the league. It's, It's him and baby boy over in the Jets and close the books. He signed that's, a, one, that's one and two in the league. Jalen Ryan Jalen Ramsey signed a three-year $55 million contract. His base salary is about 15 million, but obviously, if it's 355, he got some bonus money up front. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But uh, so now I'm gonna come to you, Maddie P. What what's 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 gonna put a big board back up? Tell me, tell us what your position is, man. Like, like which 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 one you trying to work with first and why. Why that position yeah. and why that guy that you pick? Yeah, so I usually subscribe to the BPA sort of philosophy when it comes to draft, but I look at this differently and like, what is the cost of filling any of these needs? Like I agree with all everything like both Big G and, um, and Shannon have said, particularly around, you know, we do need to improve that center position. We do need to look at linebacker. We do need to look at, like, I think we need all of this. That's why it's the needs on the board. But I also look at how expensive it is to fill these these needs in free agency and what's reliable, right? Like you can generally, if you spend the money in free agency on the corner or the wide receiver, you get that back. Linebacker can be very 50-50 because good linebackers don't get moved on by their teams unless they get an old, right? So to me, the tackle position, moving Broderick to the left, 
it's got to be tackle. It's very hard not to say cornerback, but there are cornerback free agents in this free agency that you can go get. So for me, it's offensive tackle. And when I look at this list, I mean, I actually have a second round grade on Morgan, like kind of a bit like JPJ last year, where it's a guy like absolute top of the second. But for me, right tackle guy straight away, versatile if you have a major injury somewhere else, it's Fawaga out of Oregon State, like every single time. Big facts. Time. <laughs> Big facts. <laughs> so that's my dude. This is Talisi Fawaga. Only because also Fashano, I don't think is going to be there for the Steelers. It's not realistic. But Fawaga, things go right. If there's a run on right, a run on wide receivers or on corners, Fawaga then can fall his way to Steelers, or maybe it's 17th, 18th. And like right now, Seahawks and Jacksonville are mocked to go and get Jackson Powers Johnson, maybe they want to step back. Maybe they don't want to take a center at 17, 16, 17. I think they're, they're two picks up. Maybe there's an opportunity to trade with those blokes um, over there in either of those two teams. But yeah, Fuaga for me at tackle, lock up right tackle for the next decade. We've got a run, like we've got the run game for these two guys with Broderick and Fuaga. Then it takes all the all the stigma and problem out of cornerback. Well, not all of it, but it reduces the pressure on, on quarterback this season. So yeah. Fix the line first. You got to fix the line first. Hey, Maddie, I love Fiorgan. We've talked about him. Yeah, but everything I'm seeing shows him anywhere from ten to twelve. Now, on uh, I think it was Kuiper today had him fall to eighteen, but mm. nobody else has. So mm. I, I don't know if they'll have a real shot at him. Mm. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I had Broderick like last year. I had him as my top as my top tackle. Um, I think Fawaga is like easily going to challenge some of those guys. I mean, everyone's going to pick Alt. Like, Alt's going to go first. But then also depends on what those trades happen in that in that first yeah. 10 picks. Yeah. Like, who's moving yeah. up and down for quarterbacks? The people taking the best player in the draft in Marvin Harrison Jr. Like, where's he going to go? Like, is there if there's a run on on cornerbacks, like, maybe you can get to, you know, Fawaga anywhere between 16 and 20. But I'm just saying, in my ideal world, what's the biggest need? Who's the best pros- prospect that fits the need? That's Fawaga to me. That, what do you think at the combine is going to change Fawaga, you know, his futures at all? Move him up or down? What could affect it? I don't think it's the tackles. I think it's the other positions. Like, there's going to be uh-huh. wide receivers yeah. that's excite, like Coleman, like Quinion Mitchell. When the people actually see that guy against all the top, the top, the, 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 the top, um, against other the top cornerbacks, marking up wide receivers, they're testing there. They're going to love that. The guy out of um, Terry Arnold's going to absolutely shock guys. What if like yep. McKinney changes the narrative and he goes up? What if Cooper Dijon tests off the chart? Like keep saying, if I say on like on the channel that I have still touching under, I talk about Cooper Dijon, me having an early second round grade, and people go, "Oh no, he's like he's like the dude." I'm like, okay, well if there's going to be runs on wide receivers and there's five quarterbacks going, like if JJ McCarthy goes in the top twenty. A position has to fall, right? And there's good tackles. Like, if you look at Daniel Jeremiah's, he's just done his 2.0 top 50 players. But his 1.0, mm-hmm. the top 20 players, I think it was eight or nine of them were offensive tackles, right? And Fawaga's fourth on that list. Fawaga's mm-hmm. actually slipped back um, in this latest round. Um, Guyton slipped back. So was Mims. Um, there's another tackle that's moved up ahead of them. I'm having mental blank on his name, right? But, like, JC Lake, though. JC yeah, Lake. That's it, right? So, like, mm-hmm. and a lot of people will say, See, there'll be some people that think, oh, is Fawaga someone we shift inside? I don't, I, I think you can play him there if you want to. But I think some people see Latham as a straight plug and play right tackle, which may mean that he gets drafted ahead of Fawaga. I also think like Fawaga with his size and the agility, like if he tests, for instance, some of the testing's not as agile and not as quick as some of the other tackles, for some team schemes, 
that's not going to work. Therefore, he slips mm-hmm. back. But for the Pittsburgh Steelers and shoring up right tackle for a decade, I think you can go wrong with Fuaga. I think he's a better prospect than Broderick was last year. But that might be Ooh. that might be a big call on some people. But I just think like at right tackle exclusively, Fuaga's plug and play. Like, let's do mm. it. Mm. Matty P was doing good, but he got it when he said a better prospect than Broderick Jones. He got hit. <laughs> hey man, I just mean John, rookie year. I just mean rookie year plug and play. Yeah. Like I okay. think, you know, Does because John, they didn't play. But my thing is too, which appreciates a fresh take. Broadrick should have been played at left from the get go. There should have been no Broadrick. Oh, definitely, right. definitely. Right, but like, Deshaun is it going to be able to run at the combine? I mean, it I can't work it. out, so they're going to wait to pro day at the earliest. Yeah. <clears throat> What about what's the kid from Oklahoma? He, he Tate, Tate, he Tackle. overrated. Guyton. He, over, he overrated. Tate. What's his name, Maddie? Uh, Tyler Guyton. Is that the guy you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, Guyton. Yeah, yeah Guyton. Yeah, he Guyton, lightweight trash. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> he lightweight trash. I didn't watch the film morning. No, and no, he was getting killed down there in the. Tate, he was getting I mean, killed. I mean, Big G, trash though. Trash is trash. such a strong. Bro, I don't need my right <laughs> tackle to come in and get killed. You know, like you oh. giving up, you giving up mountain. You know, this case in point. Look at the right. Look at the big boy Jones out of Ohio State that the Browns drafted this year. Mm. Now everybody was talking about his weight and size and all whatever else. The boy didn't give up with a sack the whole time he started. I need the right tackle to come in. You ain't giving up no sacks, bro. And that's why I like dude from Oregon State because he ain't give up no sacks. No, nah. he I, I watched the film on him. I'm telling you right now, he ain't giving up no sacks. He's a base, and he's strong on the run, and he's strong on the run. DJ Uyule and them boys down there at Oregon State ran 70% of their plays to the right because they ran behind big boy. They was yeah. running right behind him. What do you guys think about Amarius Mims? I like Mims. I don't know about I don't know about twenty though, and like with with the full experience, like I'm cool on Mims, but trade back three or four spots and get yourself another top one hundred pick. Mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I like. I'm gonna be honest. I like J.C. Latham, man. I think he's. I like him. I think he'll be overdrafted though. Well, I the only, my biggest concern with him is his weight. Like mm. like this dude like to eat, bro. <laughs> you know, like like he could he can he could be like during the season. Be like 345, man. You know, easy. You know, easy. And still be out there just mauling people. He could, he you know, could, he could never be Zach Banner. Never. <laughs> never. Full fa- big facts, Tate. Big facts. Zach hey, Banner so, ain't his way out the league. So this is something the Steelers don't typically do, but I want them to do. And I'm gonna ask you guys if there was one move that you could make. That um was a a splash move. That dude hit the diving board. (laughs) 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 Belly smacker. That was Craig Wazinski hitting his head on the. That was that was Leganis, right? Yeah, Leganis. What did I say? Wazinski. Wazinski. Yeah, but I knew what you meant. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> well, what what would that splash? I'm coming to you first on this one, Big G. 
So, so, so we can jump out there and call your move trash. Come on, man. You already you talking about for the draft or for any play, any move, any player anywhere. A splash move the Steelers can make during this during this combine the free agency period. Number one out of Chicago, dog. <laughs> there ain't even nothing to talk about. I mean, we've covered it over and over again, and I'm telling you right now, that's the one that we need in Pittsburgh. Number one out of Chi-Town, bro. Give me number one out of Chi-Town. You want Justin Fields. Speaking out of Chi-Town, this, this, this image is circulating around, man, with Justin Fields, this agent with your boy, one issue, GP. What, that's what, what, his dog. What, what you make of this, Big G? They was in Europe together on vacation, bro. Like, so, so listen, there's a, there's also a video circulated around talking about Justin Fields talking about I'm coming to the crib. People don't even understand what that was about. See, you got to understand that Jones, Mount Washington, Pickens, and a couple of other dudes that play for the Steelers, they all played together in high school football over there in, in, in Georgia. And his boy is Pickens. That's his boy. He tied him with Pickens. Then he is Garrett Wilson, Jackson Smith, and Juca. And a Chris Olave, he tight with he. That's uh, his dog. Find, find, find yourself, find, find yourself. You just got big, big, big buffer with your mouth wide open. Big buffer, but, uh, but that's his dog. <laughs> so that's 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 what he might be but, talking because about. they played together in Georgia his his freshman year, right? Yeah, but they, they was boy they was boys in high school too. Okay, yeah. So you got you got George Pickens. I mean. You got Justin Fields, and then I'm guessing you trading your second. Yeah, and the Deontay because, Johnson. Yeah, so <laughs> shit, so Shannon, you weren't on board with the Deontay Johnson trade, right? You say I am? No, I said you weren't on board. That's why I'm going to you with it. Oh, Deontay Johnson? No, I I think he needs traded definitely. He's okay, not a so good. He's not a good fit for Arthur Smith's offense. If he if he was part of the Fields trade, would you feel okay with that? Uh, oh, okay. What? Well, that was because hypothetically, they said that we offered uh, Chicago our second this year, our fourth this year, and a fifth next year. No, and Deontay Johnson. I said yeah. that's too much, and uh, we don't have a fifth this year. Right. It, 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 it was a fifth in twenty in twenty-five. Okay, well that the uh, but in twenty-five that's but um I'd rather see them trade Johnson for additional picks, trade back from uh twenty to get additional picks, because I, I think they need two or three more picks to fill these needs we're talking about. Uh and if uh, one splash move, if you can't go for a sneed or a, a Johnson, a cornerback, one of the big boys, uh, if he hits the market, which he may, uh, I'd like him to look at a guy like Willie Gay, uh, an inside linebacker, uh, and uh, or if it can't get Willie Gay, to look at Devin White. Uh, because I think Devin White, with the change of scenery, mm. uh, playing alongside Landon Roberts, that would that would give them some time to see what Holcomb could do, and then they could try to pick up somebody in the draft because mm-hmm. they need a couple of guys. Mm-hmm. So, Shannon, go ahead and tell us your splash move. 
That is that's it. I want yeah. I want a big time cornerback, or I want Willie Gay or uh, Devin White. Your your preference between Snead and Jalen Johnson? I would prefer to have Snead, but now you know it, you're bringing in capital draft trade. You know you'd have to trade for him, and then you go out to pay him. Uh, uh, so you know you could probably definitely get Gay cheaper. Mm. I like it. And they like say the Chicago's wanting to hold on to Johnson. Yeah, they want big money for him. They want they want big, big money. Big draft capital, all that yep. stuff. <clears throat> Tate, don't get fined, bro. Don't get fined. You're already <laughs> up to said, two already. I, I said Chicago has a lot of money. Mm-hmm. But Maddie P. Yeah. What's your splash move, man? Your first this year. Your second next year to Denver for Patrick Sertain and their Ooh. second this year. And you get JPJ and Patrick Sertain and you lock that secondary up. You get the second, you get their second round pick. So then you can still get your tackle or your center. You can still do that. And so you you're just- trading. Wait, wait, wait. Slow, slow, slow down. Let me get this right. You're trading the Steelers pick 20. Yep. And pick and next year's second. Next year's second. Next year's second. And we take Sertain. And their second issue. Now you may need to throw out something like a third Ooh. or something like that as well. But like move back from twenty, give them that. They need that. They can get their quarterback to replace Russ. But we take Patrick Sertain, and we have like we have the cornerbacks to to destroy the rest of the AFC North receivers. I like. You said splash. Well, let's make a splash. Ooh, ooh. That, so ooh. we give up. So Sertain turns into the first round pick. Yes, man. we do Minka two point Man. Man, I like that, man. You just hit Big G burner status with that one, bro. I like that one. I'm feeling that for real. I I I like that. I could like that one. And I don't know how the rest of Steeler Nation would feel about that. Because like I said in our chat earlier to Big G and Shannon, man, as 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 organizations, not just the Steelers, a lot of organizations, and we got to stop. I feel like we need to stop putting so much credence into unknown assets. We don't know what a third-round pick would be, who would be available, what we pick. Like I told you earlier, Big G, every year is a move. Is is, is you moving to win right now. I'm not worried about setting up for three years from now. Every year, I'm working to win right now. That's where I'm at. So yep. so, so we, we talked off air, and everybody knows. I've been trying to convince Tate forever. It's all about the dubs, bro. It's about dubs. We want W's. That's all I care about, dubs. Playoff dubs, regular season dubs. Give me dubs. I want W's. Hey, Hey, Tate. Yes, sir. One thing I love, and and we've been doing it lately, is thinking outside the box. Facts. (laughs) Big facts, Shannon. Matty P just did that. So so the the phone's ringing in free agency. So we got potentially pictured there was obviously Justin Field and Russ. That was a trade, and Russ is probably going to get cut. Um, um, Fletcher Cox mm-hmm. from Philly. Mm-hmm. You had uh, uh, what's the guy's name from Chicago Chargers? 
Khalil Mack. Peppers, not Peppers. Oh, Peppers. Khalil, Khalil Mack. Khalil, 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 Khalil Mack. Yeah. Khalil Mack. And who else was pictured there? Tyler, Tyler Boyd. Yeah. All, all potentially available. Do any of them, any of those guys fit with the Steelers' plans? Fletcher Cox. Yeah, I would say Fletcher Cox. But if you're going to do that, Cam Hayward better be taking avoidable year because I'm, yeah. I'm not devoting that much to the cap to the D-line. Yeah. To two 34-year-old guys. <laughs> I like Cox, man, though. But that's it. But you can split the snaps, right? If you get cheaper in the position, you split the snaps, then you can prolong both of their careers, man. They should have got, they should have got Cox two years ago. Mm, big facts. But I, I do yeah. like that Fletcher Cox move, man. I like yeah, if yeah, yeah. for the right price, yeah, the phone rang. Car man gonna be doing some different stuff, Tate. I like them stuff, but I'm listen, y'all saw what he did last year. Just wait till year two. Con man staff out there, bro. He didn't hire super scouts, they've been out there on the block. Okay, I don't know if you guys saw it earlier. Earlier today's Wednesday. I guess it would have been Monday. Uh the podcast. I am athlete with Brandon Marshall interviewing Russell Wilson. Mm-hmm. Big G. Mm-hmm. I, I checked it. I watched it. But, I mean, Moats, Arthur Moats was talking about it. He said he liked, he liked buzz cut, Russ, right? You know buzz cut. Like cuts you get in the, in the military or jail or something like that. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we call it – I call it one, one against the grain, Russ. You know what a one against the grain is. All the way to the skin – Backwards, <laughs> like not 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 so, forwards at all. I like I like I, I like the look in his eye, man. I like what he had. So you sitting here at thirty five, say you feel the best you've ever felt. Do you still have that obsession? I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially over the past two years of what I've gone through. Whether it's in Denver or somewhere else, I, I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I, I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win two. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I, I love the city and everything else, but you know, you also want to be a place that, that wants you too. So the thing that I, I, I want to do is, is, is win, man. That's all, that's all I care about. He ain't lying. Hey, man. If we don't get Justin Fields, <clears throat> I told y'all I'd be okay with us. I don't know. A couple months ago, Big Big G, Russ was washed. Shannon didn't want Russ. If we get Russ and he takes us to the AFC Championship, I'm going to come back and say, I told y'all so. Mm. Mm. I don't want Russ. <laughs> I still don't want <laughs> Russ. Okay. I, hey, I, I'm, I'm going to drop a logger if we want Russ. <laughs> what you said? What you said, man? I said we better draft for Wager if we want Ross because we need someone protecting him back there when he's dancing around. <laughs> yeah, that's big protection. You need some big protection for Russ. Yeah, but I think I think our line that right now as is is better than Denver's line was last year. And yeah. like I keep alluding to, twenty six touchdowns, eight interceptions, missed the last three games because they set him out. Um, I just think if if you get if you get Russ for for two million dollars, if he comes for two million dollars. Big time. Russ win. is still Russ is still better than Mason. Yeah, you're gonna keep Kenny because Kenny is a first round quarterback, but Russ would be the perfect guy to push Kenny or to mentor Kenny, even if we keep Kenny around after Russ is a bridge for a couple of years. So I don't see it as a lose with that with that happening. Just because the I, money, the money I is still, more than anything. I still think that he's a team chemistry cancer. 
and and I want to stay away from that. I feel you. I think. I mean, I kind of know what you're talking about, but t- his teammates love him. The, where well, ask, I, ask, ask Derek Metcalf at the end, and ask Lockett at the end, and ask, I'm telling you, I, I I seen him just freeze out Metcalf the last four games in Seattle. He would not throw him the ball, and it and it killed him at the end of that season. I mean, he he's got some. I don't know if that's maturity issue, ego, whatever it was, but they feuded, and he wouldn't give him the freaking ball. I don't want that. I want my guy to want to win and be a team player. So you 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 think he was freezing out? I guarantee for his purpose. Out. Yes, on purpose. Oh, I wasn't. Metcalf was Metcalf was on the sidelines complaining to the coaches, losing his mind, and Russ would not throw it to him. He broke even, a helmet. Even the, the broadcast I, I, was showing him open. I saw the footage. I saw the footage where he came to the sideline and he threw a helmet and broke his helmet. Yeah. I, I actually that, saw is that. Is this, is, is this similar to the same thing Kenny was doing with George Pickens? Um, well, Pickens well, was going off more like the coaches, but DK, yeah. DK was going off on Russ. DK yeah. was like, basically, you trash, bro. Oh, so, 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 you, so, so, so you don't think Deontay Johnson and George Pickens was mad at Kenny because they weren't getting him the ball? Oh, they was hostile. They was okay. hostile. Mad at him. But, yeah. but, but yeah, Tomlin but, was the buffer for that. You know. Yeah, well, P- Kenny Pickett, you could say maybe he don't have the talent because that's what everybody's saying. Well, with Wilson, that's not the question. He was that's, an MVP candidate for five years in a row. He just froze him out. And I and I think that comes into character and – and just it was on purpose, and 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 that ever since then I've not had any interest in Russ Wilson. Well, you might have to, you might be forced to root for him, Shannon, if he's the quarterback of your Pittsburgh Steelers. Hey, all I can do is pray, baby, if it happens. <laughs> hey, so so great, great show, guys. We about to get out of here, man. I'm gonna go to each one of you just to 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 let everybody know, plug what you got going on. Uh, we're gonna go ahead and come to you first, Matty P. What's up, man? What you guys been doing? I know you still doing Steeler podcasts and stuff like that. Tell us all about what you got going on, man. Yeah, so we got Steelers Touch on Under on that channel. Um, Shannon appears on that. We do we chop up some content that we put across the weekend. Right now, obviously, very focused very much on draft and free agency. I got tomorrow coming out my day three picks to watch at the combine. I always do a top 75 going into each draft. This one is my top 75 pre-combine. I'll reassess that. Post combine, mm. I break those that number of seventy five up based on days. So you're not going to get thirty picks in the first round because the Steelers have one pick. That makes no sense, right? So we did our first nine in the first round uh, two days ago. Last night I had about twenty eight, twenty nine for days day two, and then we'll have the remaining. I think it's like thirty six, thirty seven come out um, over the next twenty four hours for the day three picks. There, a couple of guys we talked about on today's show are in there, so that's pretty exciting. Um, and then we'll carry that through. We'll assess everything combine. Um, but yeah, just excited to get through combine free agency. This is the time. This is the fun time, man. This is when we get to cook everything up ahead of the season, right? So this is what being a true Steel fan is. See a lot of names in the comment section that I know from my time here. All that already with the new channel. If you're not, have a check our new channel out. Steel is touching under YouTube. Um, but yeah, this is the real fans. This is the real fans. People that are watching in February, January, March. This is the real fans. Nice, nice. Thanks, Maddie. Shannon, go ahead, man. Piggyback off that because y'all do stuff together, man. Go ahead. What's, what's, what's going on? Oh, yeah. We <clears throat> we do our Stiller Global Perspective uh, podcast and, and a lot of stuff over the weekend. And I'll have a, a, 
an article about Alex Highsmith coming out uh, in the next few days, uh, just uh, trying to explain why he didn't have a, you know, it doesn't look like he had a successful season uh, as the year prior, but, you know, those uh, sack statistics can be deceiving because Highsmith did have a very strong year, especially without Hayward there for most of the year or a full, you know, a healthy Hayward. And uh, and then, of course, Monday we'll have our stiller hangover again with me and Daniel J. Mm-hmm. Nice. Absolutely. Big G, what say you? Man, what's cracking, y'all? Thank you guys again for rocking with us on Steel Curtain Network, Fans First Sports Network, on Wednesday night for the Pump Your Break podcast. Friday, Tate Boy Fresh, myself, B-Dirt, will be on the homies in the homies overtime. Super Chat Friday, Freaky Friday. You know how we get out on Fridays over there for sure. On Sunday, Know It All's podcast, officially Fans First Sports Network member. We are on live on the channel on YouTube and every place where you get your podcast, you can go to and catch the Know It All's on Fans First Sports Network, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, run down the channel. You can find us there available on FFSN. On Sunday... I'm going to be a special guest on where I'm going to be at, Tay, on Sunday. Special guest? Still in this Q&A with, with the homie JB, Jeremy Betts. Yeah, be with Jeremy Betts on this Sunday. Still is Q&A. Me and Jeremy are going to be talking a whole lot of stuff about this upcoming draft. Jeremy said he needs some expertise and a little bit of guidance. So I'm going to help him out a little bit over there <laughs> on Sunday, man. And then don't forget to check me out on Mondays on the Level Up College Football Podcast where I talk all this stuff that we talk about, about the kids that we trying to get ready for the combine right now. I've been watching these boys for two, three years. I know what time it is with some of them. But you come to level up, you get all your latest college football news and all everything else. And don't forget to check me and Tate Boy Fresh out on That's Rather Cavaliers, Cleveland Cavaliers podcast with our young fella, Relly Hall, as we talk about the Cavs. During this little lull, dull period, we're going to talk a little bit of basketball over there on Fans First Sports Network. Hey, man. And I just want to uh, mention the Afton's comment. It was nice having Maddie. Matt, it was. Mm, big facts. Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having me on. As we get closer to the draft, man, we definitely want you back. I mean, you know, when when when, when things start to identify themselves, when most the combine is over, most of the pro days are over, then we can really get into the dirt, get our, get our hands dirty, and figure out, you know, try and try and try and put – Put the puzzle together for the Steelers. We'll have a little bit more clarity by that time on the, on a potential quarterback situation. Whether mm-hmm. if I'm going to throw up live on on camera if it's Kenny and Tannehill. Hmm. <laughs> Me too. No Tannehill. No, no. He said live on camera. Live, just Earl. I'm going to gag myself, Big G. <laughs> Straight Earl. That's the one thing I don't want to see. I. If Mason comes back, I don't see it. I mean, because like you said uh, last week or week before Big G, as soon as Kenny is not playing well, everybody going to be screaming for Mason. It's just not good for the locker room, I don't think. So, I mean, mm-hmm. I think Megan has, Mason has some opportunities, potential, potentially somewhere like Vegas to go to one of these teams that's drafting the quarterback high to, to be a mentor and, you know, maybe start the first six, eight games of a season and make mm-hmm. better money. So, you know, I don't know, but we'll see. These are some of the things, questions that will be answered 
in the coming weeks. And not that far away. Mm -hmm. I mean, because free agency opens up the 13th. Two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks. 15th. Yeah. 13th, they can start talking, though, making deals, though, Shannon. 13th. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the yeah. deals are being made right now. The combine. Oh yeah, big deals. facts. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. huge facts. They are. They're not tampering. <laughs> In principle, I think, I think we get some clarity. We know Big G. If by the end of this weekend, I think Justin Fields will be moved. I don't disagree. I don't disagree. And by Monday, I feel like it's between the Falcons and the Steelers. Yep, me too. I mean, the, the Raiders were said to be in it, but Luke Getzey just left being offensive coordinator in Chicago. I don't think he wants Fields. He said he wants a quarterback that's rhythm passing and timing and getting it out. They might be big game hunt for somebody like Kirk Cousins. Could be. You they know? got the bread. Why wouldn't the they Patriots the go after him, though? Patriots trash. Because, Patriots but, because they have a top three pick. They can get their guy right there. Fine. The third pick, whether it's Jay Daniels. They give up their second, and they can pair Marvin Harrison Jr. with Justin Fields. Hey, Big G. Hmm. Big G. <laughs> yeah. Big G. Yes, sir. Fine, 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 Maddie. We get some Australian bread. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he had technical difficulties real quick. <laughs> fine. Matt, you 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 officially a, a member of Pump Your Brakes, man. You've been fine. <laughs> mm -hmm. But yeah, man. So we're gonna go ahead and get ready to get out of here. Thank we already went a bit over, man. So thanks everybody for joining us. It's been a great show talking to draft, and we we're gonna have shows like this probably for the next next month and a half, probably. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But yeah, so Shannon, go ahead and take us home, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 